Welcome to another episode of the Understory podcast. Understory is a global community that fosters innovation, innovators uh, that are trying to make our world more sustainable. And we have wonderful podcast uh, guests. And today I'm so excited to have Abby Lyle, who is VP of Big Idea Ventures, to come to us and talk about what she's working on. Abby, thank you so much for taking the time. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and then, you know, we can jump into Big Idea Ventures. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's great to be here. Super excited about um, the sustainability topic. So it's a great conversation to be having. Um, my name is Abby Lyle. I'm a vice president at Big Idea Ventures. Um, we're a global venture firm that invests in the food and agriculture space. Um, we've got a few different funds, one focused on early stage alternative protein, um, another focused on later stage food and food technology, um, and then a third fund focused on commercializing university intellectual property. Um, I'm based in New York, but we also have offices in Singapore and Paris. Um, we have a really global focus and we're a fairly new firm. Um, we've been around since 2018. Um, I joined in 2019 as one of the first employees. So um, I've been a VC my whole career um, prior to Joining BID, I worked for an industry agnostic VC fund called Quake Capital, um, and I have a business degree from NYU Stern. So that's a little bit about me and our firm. That's so cool, Abby. I think you're the first investor uh, coming to our podcast. Um, and we okay. have lots of startups, um, lots of entrepreneurs talking to us about ideas. Um, so let's start there um, about the fund and about the firm. And, you know, one of the things is about, um, you know, investing in some of the world's biggest challenges um, and in, you know, in sustainability and all those different spaces that you're talking about. How do you assess companies and their impact? And what are some of the theses that you have in terms of evaluating startups? That's a great question. Um, so as a firm, we started with alternative protein. So um, the goal overall for Big Idea Ventures is to solve lots of different challenges across lots of different industries. Um, but our partners had a background in food and a network in food. So we decided to start there, um, start with food, both because of their backgrounds and also because that's an industry that, in, in my opinion, really touches every area of sustainability. Um, you know, if you don't have food, there's there's not a lot of you can't move on to solving a lot of these other big challenges if you don't have food, if people aren't fed. Right. Pretty basic. Um, and if you look at global climate change, um, food is a huge contributing factor, you know, the way our food right. system is. And I think the COVID pandemic really underscored this, um, you know, just how fragile our food system was and how so many parts of it from supply chain to manufacturing um, could break um, under pressure. So um, I think food is a great starting point to tackle the sustainability issue. And there's lots of great sustainability challenges to be solved in food. Um, we chose alt protein first because there's a lot of movement in that space. Um, there's a lot, there's a big movement away from animal agriculture or at least conventional animal agriculture, um, both with plant-based and um, cultured meat sorts of solutions. 
Um, and there's clear health and environmental benefits as well as animal welfare benefits to that. So um, we were seeing a lot of great innovation happening in the space. We're seeing a lot of um, investment activity in the space and decided that um, our, our founder, Andrew Ive, um, decided that, that he wanted to launch a fund focused on that thesis. So, um, yeah, we're in food right now. Hopefully we'll be in many other verticals and many other areas in, in the future. Yeah, as you say, the the food uh, space, if you will, as a theme, it, it's huge, and um, people may not realize that all the complexity that goes into that. And you talk about alt protein, alternative proteins, and obviously we've seen that market has really uh, grown significantly, even with the customer adoptions and and just attraction that we've seen in the marketplace. So for those people who haven't really looked at all protein. Um, what are some of the interesting things that you're seeing or challenges? And, you know, if uh, entrepreneurs building something in the alt uh, protein space, what advice would you give them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think um, it's really important to have some sort of technological or process differentiator there's a ton of brands in the space and there's a ton of brands in the space that have raised a lot of money. And um, we're seeing this, you know, alternative milk, plant-based milk is a really good example of this. You've got Ripple and Oatly and Califia Farms duking it out in the supermarket aisles and right. spending huge amounts of money to win a brand war. And it's really, really hard if you're an early stage startup um, and you're not doing anything different from a product or a technology standpoint, it's going to be impossible to win that war without raising a huge war chest of capital and basically burning it all. So um, the companies we're most interested in right now are ones, obviously a brand is super important. It, it's really important for any business, um, but we're, we're looking at a lot of companies that have some sort of unique technology or IP differentiator, whether that's on the cultured meat side, there's lots of companies that are doing a combined cultured meat and plant-based meat approach, um, which we think is really interesting. There's also a lot of really unique technology um, using microbial fermentation on the alternative dairy side. Um, so I would say those are two big trends to watch. Um, and yeah, just being different, be different than what else is out there. Um, most investors that specialize in the field have seen a lot of startups doing the same thing over and over at this point. So right, having right. something that you're doing differently from a technology perspective to, to, to make you stand apart from the crowd is, is really important. Yeah, that's great advice. And um, from a consumer perspective, you're absolutely right. You know, like the whole foods of the world start carrying some of these products and um, you have restaurants start um, using these products. And so it's, you know, the alternative uh, proteins, really kind of a concept that went from being a concept to something that's novel to, I think, increasingly uh, normalized um, for a lot of people. Do you think the barrier to entry on the customer side has, has really lowered? In other words, like there's minimal education needed on the customer side. Um, and, uh, you know, people get the impact uh, of uh, consuming alternative protein and um, et cetera. Yeah, I think it's absolutely gone mainstream. I, you're totally right about that. Um, it's funny. I have I, I'm not vegan or, or vegetarian, um, but I have lots of friends that are. And I have some friends that have been vegan and vegetarian for a long time. And they talk about 
you know, what the landscape looked like 10 years right. ago or 15 years ago when they first went vegan versus now. Um, and, and it's, it's always really funny. Um, you know, basically from what I gather, flavorless tofu was the only option 15 years ago. And, <laughs> and now you have this whole sort of myriad of choices. So I definitely think the bar, um, is a lot lower if you want to be vegan or vegetarian. It's it's certainly a lot easier today. Or even if you don't want to be vegan or, or vegetarian, um, I think the flexitarian movement is growing really rapidly. We're starting to see a lot of people. I count myself in this category. That's you know? a new word I heard. Is it, what's a, is it a flexitarian? Flexitarian, yeah. Basically, you eat you only eat meat you only eat meat sometimes, or you try to cut back on your meat consumption, so you're not committing to going full vegan or full vegetarian right. or committing to cutting back for, you know, health, environmental, animal welfare reasons. So I yeah. think, you know, getting meat eaters to eat non-meat products sometimes, I, I think that's a really big win for the industry because it helps you reach this whole target audience and whole group of people that weren't your customers previously. And, and that's something that I think is new and growing. Yeah. Um, no, that's uh, that's super cool. I learned a new word today, and I think our audience uh, would be very happy to just to learn so much from you about kind of how VC thinks about the space. Um, so let's talk about your other funds. So you obviously invest in uh, protein, new protein. Um, I think you talked about um, also looking at kind of the food systems. Are there areas in kind of the global food systems that also interest a big idea ventures? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the later stage fund that we're launching, um, the other two funds are relatively new. So, so the new protein fund um, is our first fund that's been around since 2018. Um, we've deployed a decent amount of that capital. The other two funds are very new. Um, we just launched them. The later stage fund, um, we, we're looking at later stage alt protein deals, of course, um, in that sort of series A to C range. But we're also um, focused on a lot of other different challenges that are sustainability and climate related. I'd say materials and alternative packaging is another one that we're really focused on um, and that we think there's a lot of room for innovation and growth. I think if you look at what large food companies are doing and the types of climate promises they're making a, a lot of big food companies like nestle for example um have really ambitious climate goals and you know phasing out plastic by 2030 or cutting plastic right. by 2050 um and it's a huge problem so i think solutions to single-use plastics are huge there's a lot of them out there but none of them are perfect so um seeing more innovation in that space is really interesting to us and water is another area that I think is going to be huge. I think if you look at the impact that climate change is having on regions like, for example, the southwestern United States and California, which is one of our biggest farming states. Right. Um, there's there's massive water problems there. Water um, shortage, et cetera. Yeah. So technologies to mitigate that, I think, are going to be really important for the food system long term. Yeah, it's interesting to talk about package. And I think you know, think about everything from like uh, candy wrappers to pack, you know, delivery packages, just so many things in that value chain that need to be transformed to meet those goals. And I, I think you're absolutely right uh, about both the opportunity and the challenges in terms of scaling 
um, to meet those uh, to meet those goals. So um, I see on your website as well that you guys have accelerator. Is that right? Yeah. So the accelerator is part of the new protein fund. Um, so that's the, for the, the alternative protein companies, um, that I was talking about, they're mostly early stage. So pre-seed and seed stage, um, the majority of them go through our accelerator program. Um, we do occasionally make direct investments, but, um, most of them go through our programs in either New York, Singapore, or Paris. And for companies that want to pitch to you or pitch to the firm or get to the accelerator, what are the things that you want to tell entrepreneurs say, please have these before you knock on my door uh, or please think about these questions? Yeah, absolutely. You know, having having a good product is so important. Um, we, we won't invest in something if it tastes bad. Um, and, and, and that's for for consumer products companies, for, for the plant based companies for uh, on the cell based end. The technology is a lot more important, um, so we understand that companies are going to have the kind of traction and and, and sales that that we would um, what we would look for on on the plant based side. Um, we've seen all different levels of traction. You know, we've had lots of companies go through the program that were pre revenue. We've also had companies go through the program that you know were in several doors already or had a strong online presence. Um, I wouldn't say there's a hard fast rule for where you need to be at stage wise. Um, but you definitely need to be full on committed to building the business. You know, we, we don't want to invest in founders that are just doing it on the side or also working on something else. You, you need to be full time committed to building your business. Um, and you need to want to build something that's scalable and, and grows quickly because that's the VC model of investment. Um, there are certainly lots of great companies out there that have a slower growth model or, um, you know, just want to be a sustainable, profitable business and not grow very quickly. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but, um, you shouldn't be seeking VC money in that case. Um, because our, our model is predicated on really fast growth and really large returns. So, um, yeah, we, we want to invest in founders that are passionate about what they're building, are all in, are committed, um, and have a really fantastic product. Um, and one of the nice things about the accelerator is that if you have those pieces, um, you know, if you're a great team and you developed a great product, we can, we can help you with the rest, you know, we can help with all of those incidentals like um, legal and accounting and HR and connecting to the right people. Um, we can help you with manufacturing and distribution. Um, we have connections in, in those areas that, that we can use, um, but the core strengths of the product and the team um, need to be there. I love those advice and um, I think those are super helpful. So. Abby, last question. Where can people find more about Accelerator, the fund, uh, Big Idea Ventures, or follow you, get more of your insights? Yes. So our website, um, bigideaventures.com, is the best place. Um, if you're interested in the Accelerator or just investment from us in general, um, you can apply directly on our site or contact us directly on our site. Um, that is the fastest way and the best way to go about it. Um, we have a very streamlined process um, through that site. So the, the, the best way to get our attention and the fastest way to get our attention quickly um, is by using the appropriate contact form or application on that site. 
Um, we also post a lot on LinkedIn. Um, we're, we're really proud of our LinkedIn presence. So um, follow our Big Idea Ventures page on LinkedIn. Um, I personally am horrible at LinkedIn. So <laughs> I would not recommend. So that. are many VCs I hear. <laughs> I am, an, I am a, like your grandmother with LinkedIn. Um, but our company page is fantastic. So, so definitely follow Big Idea Ventures on all social platforms, but especially LinkedIn. Um, and we have a monthly newsletter. You can sign up for that on our site as well. Excellent. Well, Abby, thank you so much for your time. We invite you back anytime. Uh, if you want to talk more about Big Idea Ventures as you guys launch the exciting new funds, um, and uh, we'll be happy to talk to more of your portfolio companies as well. Uh, thank you so much for putting capital to work where uh, it can make a lot of impact. Thank you very much. It was great to be here.